0: hey there you're listening to combo breaker a one-two punch of enthusiasm every other week i come at you with something that i'm enjoying and i hope that maybe you'll enjoy it too i'm cole and i'm glad you're here let's get to it this week i'm talking about soviet jump game And if you're somehow like me and have never heard of this game until recently, let me blow your mind with saying, what if Super Mario Bros. meets Battle Royale? And what if it was thematically situated in the Soviet Union? And like many Battle Royales, the map is the same, but you can choose which area you effectively drop into. Oh, and don't worry, the map loops on itself, so you can just keep running until the Iron Curtain comes crushing in on you. 50 players enter, platform, survive, but watch out for that Iron Curtain. Oh yes, the Iron Curtain is the zone, or gas, to reduce the size of the map, so watch out. If you are in a dicey area with combatants in front of you and the Iron Curtain behind you, chances are you'll come up to some pipes. They'll lead you to the area above or below you to potentially have a better route to safety. But be careful, the Iron Curtain stops for no man. The gameplay is simple, the chiptune is upbeat and catchy, and the fast-paced nature of constantly escaping your impending doom is a rush. So let's roll it back a little bit. Soviet Jump Game came out in January of 2020. I mean, I guess I was really sick at that time of the year, uh, and then the world caught on fire, so I, I, I I don't know if that is the excuse or I just don't have one. I don't know how I missed it. And honestly, I'm sorry. I feel like I dropped the ball for all of us. Uh, but Soviet Jump Game was developed by Fantastic Passion and published by the Game Grumps, those lovely peeps who brought us Dream Daddy. And perhaps this is why I didn't know about Soviet Jump Game. And I'm, I'm gonna say perhaps a slightly botched marketing plan. But the Game Grumps had been playing games on the Dendi, a Soviet Union bootlegged NES console, basically, and acting as if they had stumbled across an early unfinished battle royale. It wasn't great. Uh, accused of false advertising and you know the following controversy I don't think was in the plan for anyone who created Soviet Jump Game but the internet was definitely irritated and the need for internet in an 80s game was less than common so a cause for intrigue I don't know I think it would be just as intriguing to be like hey I've been playing a lot of these games and it's really inspired me let's make a cool trailer situating it in the 80s I don't know but let's talk about the game In early 2019, Tom Glunt, the man behind Fantastic Passion, basically laughed about the widespread battle royale phenomenon into other genres and found the possibility of a Tetris battle royale laughable. Surprise, surprise, though. Tetris 99 came out on the Nintendo Switch, and it was met with widespread praise and enthusiasm. Glunt turned to the metaphorical drawing board and wondered what a 2D platformer battle royale would look like and wondered if it would even be possible. I love the idea of someone sitting around and thinking about 2D platformers and thinking about them in the height of their popularity. And I'd assume, you know, uh, mid to late 80s, maybe early 90s. And then what else would be on everybody's mind at that time? R- Russia? I mean, it makes sense, like, historically, contextually, but that's there was other things happening. Glunt in a Newsweek article said responding to the potential divisive humor and setting as... It made us laugh the hardest. We could switch it to anything else. But the fact that this is the idea that was giving us that little flame, that little fire, it's like, okay, let's not overanalyze it. With this, I find the statement really interesting because it shows a body check in the creative process. Could the setting be divisive? Sure. But at least from what I've seen in the game, which is super not much, um, I have not seen a fraction of the characters available, but there, there seems to be an awareness still in the writing. I'm in the camp that art can and should be divisive, but there has to be an acknowledgement and understanding of those choices and the ability, you know, to to have discourse. Were decisions made to be edgelordy, or are they adding context and fleshing out a world? Um, I don't get the edgelord vibes from this game at all. I mean, the first character I unlocked was, I believe his name's Mafio, who is a plumber who loves plumbing and hates traditional gender norms. So, me too, buddy. Me too. Uh, so with that being said, there are structures that are reminiscent of Russian churches, most notably, you know, St. Basil's Cathedral, which perhaps is the most famous. Uh, sculptures of Stalin's head that act as thwomps. Fabergé eggs that are the loot boxes. It's wild. I have unlocked the playable character, which this might be slightly insensitive. I will give you this. Um, I have unlocked a playable character that is a Russian vodka bottle who loves Russian vodka and hates Russian vodka. Um, so yeah, a, and there's also a power up that gives you an HP boost so you can kind of get hit a second time, uh, where you are a Russian nesting doll. Initially the game had a hundred combatants, but the devs chose to go with 50 to make the game faster paced, which is wonderful. The games are quick to get in, sometimes quick to end if you're not paying attention. I'd guess it averages about five minutes a match or so but it's buck wild and there's a beautiful glitch animation where I think like death, like a, a murder has occurred. Uh, this game is just charming as hell and has so many unlockable characters. Some of my friends play zombies and skeletons and tiny wizards and a, a cat. And I feel like we're just skimming the surface. Oh, and if you like, they have a delightful old school vibed website. I'll link in the show notes. How did I not mention this? This game is free. For whatever reason, I feel like I have to say this, but this is not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. I just have a blast playing it with my friends, and I want to share that. Uh, I want to share my delight with others, and and it's free. Uh, you can purchase cosmetics, but you get uh, free loot drops after you play X amount of games getting XP, and you can customize your character pretty easily out of the gate with just random drops. So I've unlocked quite a few characters just at random, which has been really nice at a pretty quick rate. I should add. But yeah, I hope you check it out. I hope to s- see you in the in the fights, in in the jump-ins. I hope, I hope to see you jumping. Thank you for listening to Combo Breaker. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. Check out okretro.zone to see what's happening. And of course, you can follow Ok Retro Zone across the internet. But I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. <laughs>